Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day. We're up to the Mishnah, 98B on the bottom. A person can stand in the street, in the house, or in the roof, and he moves things in the in the public domain. Stretches his hand out and moves things in the public domain. In you can stand in the street and stick your hand in the window. You can move things in the in the private domain. It's as long as you don't uh, bring it to you, you don't carry it out, you don't bring it in. And that's what he's telling us. What's the, obviously, what's the problem? Why should there be any problem? The problem is you're not afraid. You would think you should be afraid. You're going to bring it to use. He would say, no, we're not afraid. So you're allowed to do it even initially. person not allowed to stand in the house and urinate to the street. Because then you're, it, it, then you're initiating the akira, the initiation is in one domain and the lands in the other domain. So that is, that is carrying. That's a biblical violation. You carry, you transfer it. You're not allowed to spit. Stand in the house and spit to the street, to stand in the street and spit into the house. Because your mouth is in the street and you're spitting and then it lands in the house. So you're transferring from public to private or vice versa. Rabbi Uda says, Even when you, when you generate saliva in your mouth, even your mouth, you're not allowed to walk with that saliva in your mouth. You have to get rid of it before... Before you walk four amas, so you're in the street and you have saliva in your mouth, you have to immediately spit it out. Before well, you're not allowed to walk with it, it's like carrying, because once it already formulates in your mouth, it's already separate from you, and as if you're carrying, you're not allowed to carry in shabbos. Okay, we'll see. Let's le- let's learn the gemara. One second, one second. Let's learn. Let's learn the gemara. Okay, zog the gemara. Masn le rabchina chenina bar shlam yelechiyam bar av kamidir av. And he said a different version. A person is not allowed to stand in the private domain and stick your hand out on the roof and stick your hand out and move things in the street. Rab said to the teacher of his son, you abandon the rabbis and you're saying that our Mishnah follows Rab Meir because later on we're going to learn an argument in one of the later Mishnahs a few Mishnahs down in this chapter whether if you're standing in the public are you allowed to stick your hand and take a key and open up the door or vice versa so so the mayor says you're not allowed to because you're worried you're going to bring the key to you so you're saying you're following the, and the rabbis say you are allowed so you're saying you're changing the version of our mission because you want our mission to go like Rav Meir so your mother says who since later on a few missioners down the opinion of Rav Meir, so he wants to say our mission also goes Rav Meir. Therefore, therefore he changes it around. Instead of saying you are allowed, he says you're not allowed. it's not so. Say for Rav Meir, this mission goes according to the rabbi. Say you are allowed. That mission is Rav Meir. Taisus says he wonders what do you mean because 
What did he think? Because of the mission, it's many missioners down. There are many, many missioners in this mission and the other mission. So when he says these are the words that Rameir, I think it means it goes on all the previous missioners. This is the opinion of Rameir. It's a very far fetched. So Taisus learns what he means is the end of our mission. Because it says you're not allowed to spit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. and he argues with Rabbi Yehuda. He argues with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says that the moment the spit is formulated in your mouth, it's considered carry. Who argues with him? Stam Mishnah is Rabmeir. Rabmeir is arguing with him. Rabmeir says, no. The spit is formed in your mouth. It's not considered carrying. It's only when you spit. That's called carrying. Not in your mouth. So therefore, since the end of our mission is Rabmeir, who's the one who's arguing with Rabbi Yehuda, so he thinks also the first part of the mission must also be consistent with the opinion of Rabmeir that we learn later on, that you're not allowed to stand in one domain and, and, and move things around in the other domain, because we're worried you're going to come to carry it. He says, no. In the beginning of our mission is the rabbis, and then the one who argues with Rabbi Yehuda, yeah, is Rabmeir. As long as you don't carry it outside. What if you do carry? Then you're liable for a sin offering. You've desecrated Shabbos. You transfer it from one domain to another domain. Let us say this, this proves Rabbi's point. Rabbi says, we learned it yesterday. If you're standing in the public, and you transfer from four amas and you, you lift something up and then you transfer it uh, four amas away and you put it down. So, even though if you're carrying over your head, so you're carrying it through a makim tur, it's also over here. We're talking about, as Rashi says, you're standing on the roof and you're carrying, you're stretching your arm out and you're carrying things in the public. So you're lifting it on the level of the roof above ten tvachim through a makim tur. And nevertheless, it says, Yechayev. So this proves Rav's point. So what's Rav telling us? It's an open Mishnah. So the mother says, no, it doesn't prove Rav's point at all. Meek, Tani, doesn't say, Really, I can tell you, if he ends up carrying, you would be exempt. Why? Because you you pass through a Makim Tur. Maybe only Chayiv if you carry four Amas, but only if the whole time you're in the public domain. Not if in the meal, suddenly you get out of the public domain and then you land in the public domain. But it's also means you're exempt from a sin offering, but nevertheless it's forbidden. You're not allowed to. There's no sin offering involved, there's no biblical prohibition, but nevertheless he's still not allowed to. It's only after the fact. Rabbi is saying after the fact. The question is, you Chayiv or not? Ikadamri, others say, others say they use the mission to question that it says in the Mishnah, but if you do carry, you're potter, you're exempt, but you're forbidden. But biblically, you're exempt. This refutes Rabbi's opinion. If you're standing in the public and you carry, you lift up and then you carry over your head and place it four amas away, you're guilty, you're obligated. 
So, and here the Mishnah says, Pater, it's only Asr, it's only rabbinically prohibited, but biblically, you know, exempt. Does it say in our mission if you carry it, you're exempt? Maybe saying if you do carry it, because if you do, you're going to be uh, obligated to bring a sin offering because you, that, that's a greater trap. So, okay, so you can't prove from our mission, you can't prove one way or the other. That's why you don't have to make a statement. So, what do you mean the world subsists on this? No, but actually, yoyti yoyti means that initially you shouldn't do it, but if you do it, you're, you're not guilty, you're not obligated to bring a offering, but rabbinically it's prohibited. Because where does it say that in the Mishnah? Maybe it says but actually yoyti you shouldn't actually carry for Rambam because if you do, you're gonna you're gonna violate Shabbos. And nevertheless, we don't make a decree. I'm not worried that. Could mean that you would be chayiv and nevertheless, you don't make a decree. You're not worried that. Yeah. You're not allowed to urinate outside. What if you went ahead and you did urinate or you spit? You're standing in the house and you spit outside the house or you urinated from in the house to outside the house. You're guilty. You're liable to bring a sin offering. But you have to uproot and you have to place down from a, a place that's significant, a place that's a minimum of four tvachim. I but here the, your mouth is less than four tvachim. The, the organ from which you're, you're urinating is less than four tvachim. The fact that you want, you're thinking and you're doing it intentionally and you want to spit and you want to urinate, it's hard for you to hold it in. It's, you're in pain, you want to, it relieves you. And the spit, you want to get rid of the spit. So therefore, that makes it significant. That makes it like as if, as if it, you've uprooted it from a place that's considered four, four by four. Because if you're not going to say so, if a person threw something, he wanted to throw it to the dog or to throw it into the fire and it landed on the mouth of the fire of the fire of the of the oven or the mouth of this dog is liable although the dog in the fire the mouth of the fire is less than four tvachim is less than a foot nevertheless you're liable but being a nochagabi makim dalid why you're liable Vileka, and it's lacking the dog the mouth of the dog is not a foot wide the fact that that was your intention that's what you wanted that's what you desired so therefore and it was beneficial you gave it to the mouth of the dog so you can eat it he's hungry you want to give it the dog to eat or you want it to burn it and by throwing it right bullseye you got it right 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 into the net you got it right into the mouth it it, 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 it it fulfills the purpose, the significant purpose. The human being is more than sports the dog is one of sports meaning the mouth. The mouth is not four by four. No, the mouth. Because that that's the part that that's the part that that's the part that's connected to. That's the part that's useful for. What is what is. It didn't land on the body, it landed in the mouth. 
Yeah, and then after each. You have some in your pocket. Each just day. Your pocket. Yeah, but you have your seventy-five. No, the hen. Right, we had the same question. The Gemara asked in the beginning of Shabbos. The hen. How is the hen? The hen is not the Allah. It Has to be a significant place. Why don't you look at you saying? Why don't you look at the hand as part of the whole body? Why don't you look at the mouth? That is, it's, 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 it's the hand is kosher. With the hand you can carry even big packages. The hand is kosher, like dalim. So Tesis explains not everything. It's not if you throw on a sto on a on a, a stick that's less than four because you decided to throw it. That doesn't make it four. It has to be beneficial, useful. Like here, you're relieving yourself, and here, your mouth, the mouth of the dog, it's it's eating. So it has to be. It has to be something something that's. Um, it's beneficial, mm-hmm. not not in general. Because he has to benefit. That there's a benefit for it to land in this place more than any other place. It goes straight into the fire. It goes. It gets burnt. It goes into the mouth of the dog. So he gets to eat it. You're urinating. You're relieving yourself. You're spitting. You're emptying your mouth of the spit of the saliva. So you're benefiting. If you just had a mind, I'm throwing it on, on, on a stick that's less than four tefachim. That doesn't make it. Not your thought doesn't make it four tefachim. Doesn't. It has no significance. There's no benefit. For it to land on the stick, just because you want to and you intended it, that doesn't make it like four, you know, four tefach. That's the taste is clarified. Okay. Boy, Rabbi Rabbi asks, who b'shusa yachid? What if he's in the shusa yachid in the private? Is in the in the house? But the organ sticks out into the street and he urinates into the street. B'shusa rabim mau. Do you say where it's uprooted, which starts? In your body, which is inside, inside the house, or uh, the um, piyam, the mouth of the mouth of the organ, the rest of the organ is inside the house. So where it's uprooted and then it starts uh, traveling through your organs, so and that that's inside the house. So I carry it from inside to outside. No, I perhaps basi it's where it exits. Where it exits, it's outside. It's outside in the street. So I didn't carry, I didn't transfer. It's outside. It exited outside and it landed outside. But it says take So of course we're strict. We don't know the answer to this. It's a good question. Okay. You're also not allowed to spit the Buddha. The Buddha says you're not allowed to even walk with it. Even if he didn't. Even if he didn't swirl it around his mouth, just when saliva forms before you start swirling it in your mouth. But now we learn the Mishnah. If you eat pressed figs, 
be dying with dirty hands. Dirty hands means tamedike hands. They're impure. Because hands, in general, stam hands, have a, a status of impurity. Until you wash, until you wash, until you die. It has a status of impurity. So he's eating this devela. He's eating these pressed figs. And and he enters his mouth into his mouth. He enters his hand into his mouth. Little tzrei to take out a pebble that got stuck in his mouth or was stuck with the food. And Rashi says it's talking about of truma, truma, a truma, a press figs of truma. So when you stick your hands in your mouth. Because now the Devela came in contact with the saliva, so it became moist. In order to receive impurity, you have to have some moistness. First, it has to be qualified to receive impurity. But now that it's in your mouth and it's moist, now that you touch it, when you put your hand in to remove the pebble, you, you touch the, the, the Devela, you touch the Truma, now the Truma becomes Tame. Now the truma is tame. You can't eat it anymore. Rabbi Yisuf says it. Uh, Rabbi Yisuf says it. It's pure. Because Rabbi Yisuf holds as long as the saliva is in your mouth, it's not called mashke. Yes, saliva is considered liquid. One of the seven liquids. It's part of the liquid. But it's only once it leaves your mouth. Once it's, it's as long as it's still in your mouth, it's not not considered liquid. So therefore, it was never qualified. The the, the vela was never qualified to receive impurity. So even though it's wet, but that moistness doesn't count. That mayor says That mayor says that the the saliva in your mouth. Is qualified to receive impurity. Qualifies the the press fix to receive impurity because it's like separate from you. And Abihuda Amen. Abihuda is it like in between? He says it depends. If he swirled the saliva, it's not enough for the saliva just to form in your mouth. If he swirled it around, getting ready to spit it out. And tummy, then it becomes, then it's considered liquid, and then touching the, it, it qualifies the press fix to receive impurity. But if he didn't uh, swirl it around, and the, the press fix, because it was never qualified. So the mayor, Rabbi Huda, here in the Mishnah, Rabbi Huda said, no, that even if he didn't swirl it around, as soon as it forms, as soon as it forms, he uh, he can't carry it. He can't walk with it. He has to get rid of it before he walks four four cubits in the street. So Rashi learns usually mechlefes hashita means you have to turn it around. In other words, you would say that mayor switch around the mayor and Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda is the one who says that as soon as it formulates it, it's machshit. And the mayor would say, no, it depends if he swirled in the shul. It's not, that's not what he learns. That's just, Mokhlefes HaShita means, if Huda changed his mind. When he wrote the Mishnah here, when he said in the Mishnah's first opinion, his initial opinion was, that even before you swirl it around, the moment it forms, it's already separate from you, and it's called carrying, and therefore it qualifies, it's considered liquid, and it qualifies the, uh, the pressed figs to become impure. But he, then he changed his mind, the next mission, he says, no. 
Only when you swirl. If you don't swirl, you're allowed to carry it. It's not considered the carrying liquid. Shlokish Amar, Shlokish says, don't, don't switch it. Don't say Rabbi Huda changes mind. You know what we're talking about over here in the Mishnah, Kichai is phlegm. It's not natural, natural saliva. So therefore, with phlegm, phlegm is ready to spit out the moment it, the moment it forms in your mouth. You don't have to swirl it around to prepare it to be spilled out. It's phlegm is not natural. You want to get rid of it right away. So that's considered carrot. My love, doesn't he mean? Doesn't he mean that Kichoy, if phlegm collected, you're not allowed to walk. Walk with it. Before getting rid of it, my love also He means kichay and his spit. The spit is the same thing. It's only vinitlash that when it collects in your mouth, before you swirl it around, just the moment it collects in your mouth, it's already a separate liquid, and it's considered carrying. Only because it's phlegm. But regular spit, it's only when you swirl it and you get ready to spit it out, only from then on is it considered liquid, is it considered carrying. Regular mother of a tani, you learn clearly in the Braise, Buddha, Mekikish and Nitlis, Vainrekish and Nitlis, Loyalodam, Atriyodic. Exactly like our Mishnah. So later on in the Braise, he didn't change his mind. At the moment the spit formulates, forms, it's already considered a liquid, separate from you, apart from you, and you're carrying, and you have to get rid of it before you walk in the street. The first answer is correct. That Rabbi Huda changed his mind. So the second answer, Rabbi Huda meant kicha. He never meant. He never said it. No, we see a brayse. He said it clearly. And he's talking about the, not only kicha, not only phlegm, even regular spit. So he said it, but then he changed his mind. And that's the halacha. Hippergbei. Only if hippergbei. Only if you, if just a person walking down the street with 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 a spit. Doesn't mean you have to. You're not allowed to walk. You're carrying. But if you start swirling it, getting ready, like you're in New York. In New York, everyone spits. <laughs> so if you're swirling it and this, then first spit and then and then walk. And if it's phlegm, then you have to get rid of it, rid of it right away. Whoever spits in front of his rabbi, in front of his teacher, you deserve to lose your life. Remember it says, All my haters, Hashem says, all those who hate me love death. Don't say those who hate me, who make others hate me. When a person sees a Torah scholar behaving so gross and coarse, he's spitting all over the place. Oh, especially in front of a main son, he had no choice. What do you mean? He's not spitting willingly. He has to get rid of it. We're talking about when he spits in front of, he spits out, and then he spits out in front of his teacher. So there, he did have a choice. He coughs up phlegm and he spits in front of his teacher. He could have spit into his, his handkerchief. 
could also walk away. Walk away. He did it in front of his teacher. It means he's so disrespectful, coarse, and gross, and that's why he deserves to die. The next mission is the mission You're not allowed to stand in the street, in the house, stick your head out and drink in the street. would stand in the street and stick your head into the window and drink in the house. Unless you enter most of your head and most of your body, you lean into the house or outside. And the same thing is with a wine press. The mother will explain. Before we said that the Mishnah goes going to the rabbis, that you are allowed to stand in the street and move things around in the in the house, or vice versa, stand on the roof and move things around in the street. And here you're telling me I'm not allowed to. I can't drink in the in the street. Stick my head out and drink and say why not. This follows the opinion of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yosef. No, here drinking is different. Since you you're taking you're drinking with a vessel, a vessel that you need. So therefore, we're worried you're going to carry it into the house. You're going to take this pitcher, this nice cup of water, and you're going to bring it bring it into the house. So since you need, you're carrying something that you need, water. So that we're worried you're gonna you're gonna take it into the house. In the mission, the first mission, everyone holds you not allowed. Even the rabbis say you're not allowed. Yeah, with something you don't need, you're just moving things around. What do I care? I'm not worried you're gonna come to bring it out. But drinking, I'm worried you're gonna bring it into the house. We had a question. Carmel is my. What if it's not a public street? It's a Carmel. It's only only prohibited rabbinically. Are you allowed to drink? Or also then you have to stick your head and most of your body out the window in order to be able to drink in the Carmel. But Abayi, Abayi says the same law. There's no difference, no distinction whether it's a public or a Carmel. Why? He go for gzeda. The fact you're not allowed to carry in a Carmel is only rabbinic. Biblically, I'm allowed to carry. So we're worried if you're going to carry in a carmel, you may come to carry in public. But not naked, naked, You're making a decree of a decree. I'm not allowed to stick my head out and drink from the carmel. Why? Because I'm worried that the worst comes, the worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to come and bring it in. That's only rabbinic. And why am I not allowed to do it? It's only rabbinic, a decree, because you may come to carry. So it's a shvus de shvus, a rabbinic of a rabbinic. We're going to make exedel, exedel. So that's an argument in Abai and Rav. Rav says, I don't make a gzeda the gzeda. I'm allowed to initially stick my head out in the caramel. Is I don't have to stick most of my body out and I can drink. And Abai says, no, you're not allowed. How do I know this, that you make a gzeda the gzeda? Since we learned, what's he coming to add? If, what are the dimensions of this wine press? If it's a, a private domain and has a height, of ten tvachim and a width of four tvachim. So what's he telling me? He just said, what's the difference if it's a house or it's a gas? I mean, what's he coming to teach me? He must tell me that he's coming to teach me that even if the gas is less, it's not a Rosh It has less than the ten, ten tvachim dimension. It's a Karmelis. So even a Karmelis is the same restriction that when you're leaning out from a house to a Karmelis, from a private domain to a Karmelis, oh, you're only allowed to drink the wine and the press only if your head and most of your body is sticking out. Otherwise, you're not allowed to. Rabbi Rabbi will answer you, no. He's not talking about this. He's talking about something else entirely. He's talking about regarding the laws of miser, of tithing. also said, What do you mean? What what law of miser is he bringing in to our Mishnah? Now we learn the Mishnah. We 
we learn shoyis in alagas. They allowed to drink in the gas. The rabbis say now biblically you're only allowed to you're not allowed to eat wine, drink wine, or oil, or fruits before they're tied. However, that's only when they're ready, when they're fully ready and processed. And they're still, still being produced, like in the wine press. Biblically, I'm allowed to drink from it even before I give tithe. The rabbis say you're not allowed. But the rabbis said, if it's not processed yet, temporarily, if like I'm snacking, I'm not sitting to eat a meal, then I'm allowed to snack from it. So here, you're sitting in the, in the wine press, and you're drinking, you're drinking the wine, it's in the wine press, it's, it's temporary, it's, not, it's, not, it's like snacking, it's not seriously. So even rabbinically, it, will, it should be pre- allowed. So he says it depends. How are you mixing the wine? How are you mixing, because wine was very raw, you have to mix it with water. So he says, the Tanakhama says, you're allowed to mix it with hot water, or with cold water, or putter, and you're exempt from tithing. David Amitz, Rabbeir's opinion. Lezabin Tzadikah, Mechayi, Lezabin Tzadikah says, no, you're obligated to, to tithe, because the fact that you're mixing it with water, it means you're not snacking, you're making it uh, significant, permanent. So therefore, first you have to tithe before you drink. Distinguish, make a distinction. If you're mixing it with hot water, you're liable. Yeah, then you have to you have to first tithe, and only then could you drink. Well, I'd say, and if you're mixing it with cold water, why? What's the difference? If it's you drink with cold water, you mix it with water. So whatever you leave over, you're going to pour right back into the wine press. But if you mix it with hot water, you can't you can't pour it back in because it's going to ruin the wine. Mixing hot water with the wine press, you're going to ruin the wine. So therefore, yeah, so I'm saying, so you, you you're ruining the wine. We're not talking about Shabbos. We're not talking about Shabbos. We're talking about the laws of Maisa. So he says, so therefore, then, then it's permanent, and then, then it's significant, and then first you have to tithe, and only then you're allowed to drink. But if it's cold water, you're missing with cold water, so then you can, it's like snacking. So then you don't have to tithe. So that's what he says, the chem begas, that's what he means, and the same law applies for gas that... That if you're bringing it out to you, if you're in the Rosh Yachin, you stick your head out. But since your your most of your body is in the private domain, then it's permanent. You're not just snacking. It's only if you're inside the gas. If your most of your body is sticking out and is in leaning into the gas, then you say it's temporary. And if not, okay. next Mishnah. A person is allowed to, is allowed, you're standing in the public and you're holding a cup in the ear and catch water that's falling from a gutter, falling out of the gutter in the ear. You have, in your roofs, the roofs were flat roofs, so they made drain pipes all over the roof. It would gather to a gutter and the gutter would bring it down away from the building. You don't want it to land because then it'll ruin the wall. So you slant it out so it falls in the ground away from the building. So then you have a cup where the water pours out. You have a cup and, and you're capturing the water. No problem. But from, from, the, from the drain pipe on the roof, you can drink anywhere. In other words, even you can even put your mouth to the, to the drain pipe and you can even... 
even with a, with a cup. Here he's saying, from a gutter you could only do it. You could only do it in the ear. You can't put your mouth to the gutter or put a cup right by the gutter and take it. But if, when it falls out of the gutter, it's in the ear, you can capture it from the ear. But from the drain pipe, any way you can do it. Even put your mouth to the end of the, end of the drain pipe or, or uh, put, put a cup there and collect the water. Okay, so the Gemara will explain. He says, Coil it in, only a lot in the in the ear. You can have to capture it when it falls out of the gutter into the ear. But mitzadif loy to put your mouth to it or to put the cup to it. That not my time. Why not? We're talking about a gutter that's right beneath the roof, but less than three tefachim from the roof. The whole pachas megimel samach legagagagdamas, even though it's lower than ten tefachim. So you're in the public domain and you're taking it from the public domain. What's the problem? But since it's within three tefachim of the roof, it's considered levud. So it says if you're taking it from a private domain into a public domain. We also learn like this. In a person could stand in the private domain and lift up his hand above ten tefachim. Less than three tefachim. Next to the roof, a koilet, he can capture the water in the ear. But he's not allowed to. He's not allowed to. He's taking from from his friends. He's in the Shushiyachah. He's taking from his friends, uh, his friends' roof, water from his friends. So as long as it's from the ear, then it's no problem. But if if he can't put his mouth to it or put the cup right to it, because then it's as if he's taking from his domain, his friend's domain, to his domain without a native. He's not allowed to. They didn't merge. But if it's not within three Tvachim of the roof, then you would even be allowed to be Mitzadav, even be allowed to put your mouth to it, even, even be allowed to uh, put, put, put a cup to it. Because you're in the Shusadab, it's in the Shusadab, no problem. But from the drain pipe on the roof, horizontally, you can drink anyway. Even even if it's uh, even if it's mitzadif. we learn him. But if the pipe has four by four, then it's prohibited. Because then it's like a caramelis. Then it's like a caramelist. It's like carrying from a private to a caramelist. And that I'm not allowed to do. But if it's less than four by four, then it's just a makam tour. So therefore, I'm allowed to even put my mouth to it and and uh, and, and put the cup to it. Because usually the, the drain pipes stick out away, away from the roof. So the end of the end of the drain pipe it's not levud. It's not within three tefachim of the roof. It's not within three tefachim of the roof. Right. But it's not within three tefachim. It's not levud, so it's not rishusayachid. So now that explains why. 
why he says only if it's below ten tefachim. Why even surely if it's higher than ten tefachim, you're allowed to. It's a makam tur. If the pipe ends higher than ten tefachim, why why can't I <laughs> take water from the year? Why does he say only ten tefachim? He's saying ten tefachim to teach me in the case of the safer, of the last case of the drain pipe. Um, Since he said, coming to teach me that it's not Arba, only if it doesn't have four, if it's four, it's prohibited. That's only if it's less than ten Tvachim. If it's higher than ten Tvachim, then it's Rishus it's not a Carmelist. So I'm, I'm carrying from Rishus HaYachet to There is no problem. That's why he says Maschila, even the, the, the gutter is also lower than ten Tvachim. But if it's higher than ten tefachim, then I'm then I'm then I wouldn't be allowed to drink it even if it's less than four tefachim. Because if it's four tefachim, then it's a rishusayach and mamish. So then, if I'm ca- I'm standing in the street and I'm capturing it from the from the drain pipe from rishusayach and I'm literally transferring rishusayach to rishusayach. Then, so therefore, since it's a, a biblical prohibition, then even if it's less than four tefachim, I would prohibit it. The only reason I don't prohibit, I don't make exeda, if it's less than three tefachim, if less than four tefachim is because it's a caramel, it's, it's lower than ten. It's lower than ten tefachim. So even if it was four tefachim, it would only be a caramel. So I'm not going to make exeda, even just in case. If I allow this, and I'm going to allow even if the pipe is four tefachim. Even then, it's exeda to exeda, it's only a caramel. So in the case of the, the sefer, when he says he allowed to take from the, from the drain pipe, it must be talking about, and we don't make it a gazette, it must be talking about if it's less than 10 tefachim. That's why he mentioned also in the beginning of the mission, of less than 10 tefachim. Surely, if you take from the gutter, if it's higher than 10 tefachim, surely, if it ends higher than 10 tefachim, surely you can, you can, then it's a makam tur. What's the problem? Okay, that's how Rashi learned the mission. Other ways to learn the mission, but that's how Rashi, okay. Next mission, the last mission, if you have a pit in the public place, a cistern in the public place, and the rim on top of, built on top of the bird, is ten tvachim high, and there's a window above, and you're allowed to draw from the bird, from a private domain into your house, a private domain. There's a dump. A garbage dump in the public domain has a height of ten tefachim. So it's like a gabav, and you have a window from your house. I can pour out the garbage. I can dump out the garbage right into this, like from a private domain to a private domain. No problem. But in my skin, what are we talking about? If it's right next to the sister, there's less than three tefachim separating your house from the sister. What do I need? Who cares if they have the rim on top of it is ten? What do I care? The cistern is ten. The cistern itself has a, is a rishusiyah because inside the pit, inside the whole the cistern is ten tefach. So I'm allowed to carry from my house through a makam tur directly into. What do I care? Separated four tefach. So it's not a makam tur. It is separated for 12. 
So the time, the only reason I'm allowed to draw the pail, the bucket, from my window, directly into the pit, because now, even though I'm passing through a street, the bucket is being taken, carried through a street, but it's carrying above ten tvachim, which is a makam tur. Why? Because the chulia above, the rim above the pit, the cistern is ten tvachim. So I'm carrying the pit above the rim. So I'm traveling through a makam tur. If I'm traveling through a makam tur from a shusayachit to a shusayachit through a makam tur, there's no problem. But if there is no rim of ten then I'm carrying from the house to the system through a, a public domain. And that you're not allowed to do. That you're not allowed to do. Through a public domain. That's forbidden. You're allowed to throw from a house to a house, even though through a public it's only if it's in the same level. But here's different levels from the house to the pit, a different level that you're not allowed to through a public domain. Also, there, even there, there we're talking about it flew beyond the tentvach, through a makam tur. You're throwing from a house to a house. If it's on the same level, and if it's if it's but it's all flying above ten tvachim, but no one said below ten tvachim to pass through below ten tvachim in Rosh Hashanah. That you're not allowed to do. That's why the rim has to be a height of ten tvachim. Rabbi Yechonam, Rabbi Yechon says no. Even if it's less than four tvachim, through a makatura, Kamashim is coming to tell me the bear will chiyasim zarmasara. He's telling me it's not. It's it's only Rishus Hayachet together with the together with the rim. The cistern itself is less than ten tvachim, but together with the rim is ten tvachim. So it has a height. So you add the two together, and now the cistern is considered Rishus Hayachet. So I'm drawing from Rishus Hayachet to Rishus Hayachet through a makom So that's the chiddush. Yeah, it's not Rishus Hayachet because it's less less than four. Oh, if not, it would be us. Yeah, yeah. If not, it would have to be us. So it doesn't mean that the chulia is gavayat to yutvachim. The chulia itself, no, together. Ash from Shusar Abim, Frankim Barav Lechni. You're not worried, Shemitin, not al Ashpa. Maybe the dump will be removed in the middle of Shabbos. But Avim Barado, Amar Rabbi Yitzchok said, "Ma'isib Mavayecho." We had this already early in the beginning of the tractate. There was a story with a Mavi. The Mavi had a wall, one wall. And the other, the opposite side of the wall was open to the street. But on either side, instead of a wall, you had this type of wall. One side was open to the, to the sea, to the lake or to the river or whatever. And it had a seabed, a wall, a seawall. The water, there was no beach. The water vertically dropped down immediately. So that's a wall. On the other side, you had a garbage dump, which is a height of 10 tvachim. So you're surrounded by three walls. A sea on one side, a garbage dump on the other side, a solid wall in the back. And the front, you have a mavi, it's a mavi. And then the question is, could you? is that a kosher mavi? You can make it kosher with a lechi or a kaira, with a beam or a post. You don't want to say isu, you don't want to say het. You don't want to say it's forbidden. With a lechi, I didn't want to say it's it's allowed. Why not? 
didn't want to say you allowed to the chashinon because we're worried. Shemantin not the Maybe the garbage dump will be removed in the middle of Shabbos. So you, it will be less. It will be diminished. You won't have any more height of ten tefachim. It won't be a wall anymore. And maybe the water will will push up sediment. So the wall will no longer be a depth of ten tefachim. The water will push sediment against the wall, so it will minimize the wall. Now it's no longer considered a kosher wall. So now it's exposed. I only have one solid wall. Well, I only have two solid walls and not three walls. So the Mavi and the Lechi won't help me. They say that you just won't recognize it. It might not happen overnight. Right. Yeah, because a little at a time. Right. And this is under the sea. You don't even see it. He, didn't, he, can't say, he didn't want to say you can't carry the right now you have three solid walls they have to worry about it when it'll happen it'll happen right now I can't tell you you can't carry but other hand he didn't want to give the certificate to say that you could carry so, so here we see Rebbe was afraid of that so Rebbe the author of the Mishnah and our Mishnah he says that an Ashba you can dump out maybe the Ashba will, will uh, middle of Shabbos will turn out to be less than 10 Tvachim so I'm not dumping from a private to a private then it'll be a public domain. And with the Gemara, like Kash, the Yochid, that I'm there, in the case of Rebbe, there, we're talking about it was a private garbage dump. Private garbage dump, it's likely it could be diminished middle of Shabbos. A public, here, how much looking at a public dump? Public dump, you're not worried, suddenly it's going to become empty out. Okay, we'll stop there. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.